Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Point 99 podcast, our running podcast by runners for runners. If you're new to running, we hope to have topics and discussions that will help you along whatever path your journey is taking. Or for any seasoned runners, maybe some stories that will have you empathising with our experiences and predicament. Whether it's lessons we've learned during our own journeys, embarrassing stories or heartstring pulling moments, we hope you'll stick with us and we'll try to share some good vibes, motivation and positivity as we go and hopefully have a laugh along the way. Episode 7 is dedicated to the relatively unknown, super low-key and under-the-radar event known to many as the London Marathon. And of course, as we've been keeping track of for the past six episodes, my friend and chipper chappy, the London man himself, Runner Man Steve, will be there amongst the masses having a good old party as he goes and smashes out the victory lap. So, Steve, what is your one word response to how you're feeling now that you're into the final countdown? Oh, Maranoia. Maranoia. That's how you're feeling. You should know that, though. You've, you've, you've experienced it before. You should be chill. You should be like a serene lake. Um, do you know what? I'm chilled about the distance. I'm chilled about all that sort of thing. It's just um, I, like I've had some conversations in the DMs about double guessing my own pace in whether I should wear a new pair of socks because I might break the <laughs> don't break a rule. Oh, mate, it's no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. But yeah, the marathon is very, very real. I was even debating a shoe. What I'm going to wear on the show is I know what I'm wearing. Why am I doing this to myself? The casual stuff, you know, the normal stuff. Do you have any more final little runs before Sunday, though? Yes. So you could wear the uh, socks and and see how they feel. Yeah, I will do. Um, I'll. I've also since bought a pair of black shorts out of vanity <laughs> because my shoes are black and white. <laughs> Oh, mate, oh, I'm a mess. I'm an absolute mess. Um, and I also bought, because I saw them on, on Vintage, a pair of New Balance base layers to stop the old oh. chafing if I go with the um, black shorts because I couldn't find two-in-one black. Actually, you know what? I could find two-in-one black shorts, but I weren't prepared to pay Nike 50 quid for them. Um, mm-hmm. So I just bought a, a £15 pair of shorts from tk Maxx, and then managed to find some base layer uh, shorts new balance ones on vintage someone selling for a fiver with the tags on so couldn't go uh, wrong if you if i knew that i would have given you a shout on a really good company i use um time to run shorts they're they are short shorts though like like bob barrel had put up in his um was it on stories or in his, his feed the last week it was who likes short shorts and bob loves short shorts but so do i tiny tiny little really uh slightly off-putting shorts i would say yeah no i'm not i'm not a short shorts kind of guy <laughs> i am um, sort of the 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 highest i will go is sort of like we're talking mid thigh i've seen some rascal ones where you might be wearing speedos <laughs> <laughs> it's actually criminal some of these shorts i see but each to their own if it makes you feel, go faster if you feel like you're going faster 
you rock on. But I will be wearing my base layers and a pair of shorts over top because I am not <laughs> that confident to run around a pair of base. There are children in that course. So uh, we're not going to discuss Steve's fortnight in training this week uh, as we'll be covering the whole 16 weeks of hard graft, the blood, the sweat and the tears, the whole nine yards plus the other 46,136. Oh, that took a bit of Googling to find out that. Uh, we'll try to cover as much as we can. Uh, so anyone listening who is thinking about running a marathon can absorb what it really takes to prepare for your second marathon and your first in, in many instances. And having learned a lesson or two from his first outing just six months ago. Before we jump into that, though, we just want to quick, quickly mention and shout out our uh, guest from the last episode, uh, Hannah, uh, for absolutely bossing her Boston Marathon and achieving her target of a sub five hour marathon. Now, furthermore to that, though, because I'm sure Steve will, will uh, give a, a little bit of chat there on Hannah. Uh, we also want to give a massive follow-on celebratory shout out to a future guest of ours and a friend of mine, Sarah underscore runs, Sarah Homer, who demolished the marathon at Boston as well with a three hour, 24 minutes and 16 second run, which is phenomenal. Ridiculous. For that course, ridiculous. And it was, I think it was raining for the second half as well, for most people. <laughs> for, most for most people, I mean, I think even for Kipchoge, it looked like it was raining to oh, an extent. He was, he was playing a wet t-shirt competition. It looked like <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, people <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> it, it looked like a really good start to that marathon, and then it just it just <laughs> went downhill. But then it's Boston; anything can happen. Anything can happen on any marathon. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure we'll hear from from Hannah, and because we'll, we're we're going to get her back. But did she say anything to you uh, off the back of the marathon? Um, she got back to me because obviously there's a time difference, isn't there? And obviously, um, she, I, I was flooding her inbox, knowing that she weren't going to actually see them. Um, but I wanted her to know that people were were really tracking her i saw her across the halfway point i thought hang about <laughs> she's on for a, a you know a massive one here and then it sort of drifted out and then i saw she started picking the pace up so i was speaking to her you know the, the day after our day after i don't know what time it was over there actually no she said it was about quarter past uh midday roughly um when she finally got back to me um and she said she got to a point and she's like hang up it's on you got it go for it now, do it, like go, put put your foot down. And she'd done it. And I think collectively she was saying that she had loads of messages at one particular point when it said five hours and two seconds and everyone was messaging her going, run, run, push, push, push. <laughs> because I know, I know she's sitting there on our episode, she said to me in, in person that, um, you know, I was going for a good time, not going to think about the sub five, that can be for another time, da, da, da. But I know at five hours and two seconds would have killed her because yeah. to be free basically what one footstep one and a half steps away from the sub five so she not only got the sub five but she got it by some good couple you know it's about a minute and minute or so below it so that was amazing but i did i flooded it i was talking to lucy i was like lucy she's gonna, she's gonna do it she's gonna do it she's gonna do it she's gonna do it oh no it was amazing so 
yeah, she was really, really stoked, really happy. And she said to me, now I've passed the baton over to you for London. <laughs> she's gonna be in she's gonna be in London uh, to cheer on um to cheer everyone on. So Yeah, she because she's got a friend, doesn't she? She she met someone she was speaking to someone who was driving down to Boston to cheer her on. Now it, we are gonna do a shout out, so that actually maybe gives a spoiler to to Hannah shout out, but she has someone coming over from from the States as well to cheer her on. Uh, so she can cheer her on. Sorry, so um, but yeah, Hannah did say she was going to come cheer you on too, and what be at the seven mile mark, so we can uh, we can hear <laughs> if you're wanting to stop because your feet are sore. <laughs> All right, if I stop to seven miles, I'm getting back on the train and going home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to the pub. I was like, go home, look in the mirror, go, you're a failure. Oh, not at all. Not at I'm all. joking. <laughs> just, just the pressure I put on myself, people. Okay. <laughs> put that caveat in there. But we'll move. We'll move on to London then. Uh, but first, on the topic of London, if you haven't heard already, the dates for the 2024 ballot are out. The ballot opens on Saturday, the 22nd of April. So. Um, yeah, a couple of days time. And it will run through to Friday the 28th. Yep, and maybe next year they'll change the medal. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve's had already had a grumble before we hit record about the medal. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's the same as last year. They just changed the colour of it. If you are in the good for AIDS category, um, that's already well underway. Uh, so I would hope that you would know if you're in the good for age, what your category uh, or your, your criteria spell is. But that's been running since the 3rd of October and that will finish on the 30th of September. Uh, so we just wanted to make sure that anyone doing that as well was aware that they've got a little bit longer to get themselves uh, a time to get good for age. But first question for you. How have the past 16 weeks gone? So we're going to try and do a bit of a whistle-stop tour here, but uh, it's all questions for Steve. See how he feels. I've got some questions written down. We'll probably get a bit tangential, as we usually do. Uh, but first and foremost, uh, most importantly, how are you feeling ahead of the weekend, other than Maranoia? Other than Maranoia? Um, no, I'm, I'm ready for it. You know, um, I've spent you know, typically the last week and a half thinking, oh, what's that new? Oh, what's that? I've not felt that before. Is that, is that pain? Is that, so let's stick that under Maranoia. Mm -hmm. um, I've not been able, I wasn't able to go to the gym properly for the final strength session due to my hand because I was quite caught in a machine, didn't I? So I still get yeah. some pain from that. So I've adap <laughs> adapted that um, at home, doing some like hit workouts on YouTube from the television when my daughter fell asleep, um, that sort of thing. Um, I'm 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 good. I'm excited. Um, just in general, I'm going to go for a, a shakeout run on Saturday with Tracksmith. Um, so that'll be nice. Just really get into that vibe. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm just excited about it. Just um, I'm looking forward to it. There's, I'm not nervous. Um, it, it might sound to some that I might be dismissing the challenge of the marathon i 100 i'm not i'm very very focused on what the task at hand but because i've done it because i've been there i've been in the eye of the storm with it um i've adapted my training around the shortcomings of last year of what i didn't do properly so that doesn't mean i'm you know exempt from any issues on the day anything can happen on any given day 
Um, I just yeah. know heading into it. I've done at this stage and my target all I can. If I was to in the future go for an even quicker target, I know I'd have to change my, my plan because this plan wouldn't be right for that time target, if that makes sense. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling strong. I know I've done all I can do. I'm ignoring the maranoia of, oh, you'll need this or you know I don't. It's in a box. I put it on the shelf. I'm not thinking about it anymore. It's gone. That's what I, I'm doing. I think it was really strange when, when I did my, my second one, I, even though it was a different venue or a different location from my first marathon, how calm you will actually be on race day as well once you get down to the start line it's it's it just takes on a, a totally different feeling because you've you've been there you've done it and you yeah. almost feel like this this is what i do this i am a marathon runner let's go yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. um and it's just i'm just i'm just really looking forward to it honestly it's it's going to be great uh fundraising wise i feel amazing for that so um i'm now at just under 1100 pounds uh, the target Spot was 16 on. was 1600 i'm very fortunate to have um you know in my workplace i've got people that that really care because i'm obviously the way you manage people is the way they respond to you is based on how you are with them yeah um people have been fantastic very supportive and we've got obviously so i work in an airport so we've got a taxi rank and the the taxi rank supervisor's like yeah brick get me a bucket from the charity and i'll i'll put it in the window of every single cab and they come in go yeah go the manager's doing the screen manager's doing a london marathon for the children did a bop bop and he done that he done it for like three hours on the taxi rank he stopped because the same taxi was then coming back again um <laughs> Because they've been, they've done their rounds and they're coming back after dropping people off in various parts of London, uh, and he he got three hundred and sixty quid out of him in three hours, which that's, was that's really absolutely, good. Yeah. But I'm just fortunate to have people around like that. So when I take on these challenges and the charity says we need you to commit to to try and raise X amount, I know that I've got a good base. I'm not solely relying on friends and family on on, on a social media site. So that makes sense. Yeah, because you 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 can you can feel like you're bombarding friends and family and they are really generous, but you don't want it. You don't want just them always putting their hand in their pocket. And then it's what yeah. else can you do? Having done charity, big charity events in the past and done the dancing event, I had to go do like spin bikes and, and Tesco's dressed as a sunflower. And I was so lucky to do it on a weekend where there was a quite a large football match on for the area. So all these drunk fans came in and gave a lot of money, but it's what do you do? Quizzes, horse race nights, all these things. But if you've got the the backing there, and it's 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 helped your your charity uh, fundraising because you are a charity runner on on this on this occasion. Um, so yeah, that was charity run last time ago, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. London does ask a lot for charity runners. So you've not only got the worry of the training for the last 16 weeks but you also had the worry of earning the money that goes along with it yeah so no i'm running for well child this year and as, as i was desperate to get into london marathon again because uh, i think where it was happening so soon after the one i'd done i needed to get into it um but i was very selective with the charities that i chose um i wanted it to be with a a children's charity um and that's purely because i'm very aware that i'm fortunate that my daughter 
has never needed such a charity. Um, but that doesn't mean you should you should then just ignore the charities that exist for those that do. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I see it that I'm fortunate enough that my daughter's been, you know, blessed with the fact that she can be how healthy and happy and hit the milestone she's supposed to in quote unquote. Um, so it's important to give back. And I've always wanted to do something that makes a difference. And whilst I don't, my job doesn't make a difference in the, in the social aspect I want it to, it makes a difference at uh, my airport that I work for. So we can get you to from the check-in to your aircraft seat in X minutes. Okay. You can make a difference for that, but I mean, socially, um, and leave so leave a mark on it to be proud of. So no, I'm happy with what I'm doing, and I'm glad that the one of the children's charity said, "Yeah, we we'd love to have you on board." And they've trusted me, so I've made sure I've raised a fair old whack uh, for their return. Spot on. So, with 15, 16 weeks of fundraising, comes sixteen weeks of training as well. So, can you give the listeners? Uh, a little kind of, as I say, whistle-stop tour of how the training has gone, any particular highs or lows or everything in between for the last 16 weeks of that training plan. I'll tell you what, it's gone fast. It's gone so, so quick. I just remember it being sort of Christmas and I'm like, oh, I'm going to start training soon. And then you blink your eyes and it's done. You know, I don't know how I've got here so quick. Um, so it's one of those things where you say, you put something off, you put something off, you put something off, but that time is always going to elapse. Yeah. Time is not going to stop. <clears throat> time is not your friend. Um, and we've all got busy lives. We've all got busy lives. But if you really want something, you're going to find that time. And that's what I've, my mantra, the only thing that's been non-negotiable during this whole entire um training process the only non-negotiable is that i will be doing the school runs to pick my daughter up because that's what makes me genuinely happy yeah you know um so that's the only non-negotiable so doing some of the runs say it's a nine mile run at easy pace i know i'm not going to fit the entirety of that run in the time available so if i've run seven and a half eight i'd oh rather God. <laughs> are your legs long uh hello listeners we are on the today's episode of are my legs long um yes daisy they're long um there you go ipad on sorry mate <laughs> yeah well, that, so it goes to show though that's that's another reason for running for <laughs> the, the, the reason you're running for a children's charity because you 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 we're not making up he does have a daughter she is there <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i'm not i'll t- I tell you i tell you what daisy can you say? Can you say hello? Point ninety nine. Hello, point ninety nine. There we hey. go. There we go. Daisy is so good at this. So yes, um, happy to have a, a, a healthy child that requires nothing but what I can give her. So yeah, the training wise, it's like I said, it goes very quick. The time, whether you sit there and think about it on week one and you don't do nothing till week three you still lost that time you've lost the time so you you have to be dedicated to it like i said my daughter and her pickup is the only non-negotiable 
Um, obviously, when it comes to half terms, that to tweak it around a little bit, do a, a late evening run or an earlier morning run um, so I can go out with her during the daytime. When I did have the limited days I've had during her halftime. Um, it's, it's, it's been great. And to be honest with you, there's not been that many sessions where I've just thought, what am I doing? I mean, there's, one, there's been one run where I got halfway around and I sacked it off. And I knew in my body that I just didn't feel right. Yeah. Um, so I just sacked it off. And But you've got to do that during marathon training. If you don't feel, in any training, if you don't feel right, there's no point pushing yourself to do it. Um, because you could put yourself off. You've really got to have a have a have a wee word with yourself and say, "Is it worth it today? Today is not the day. I'm not feeling it. I'll come back tomorrow or the next day, and I'll 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 blast it out of the water. I'll I'll, I'll smash my next session, but I'm just not feeling it today." Hundred percent. Um, and I've I've yeah, I've not even chased miles. Um, and there are a lot of times that happens where. You know, I've I've really learned in this in this block more than the last one of quality over quantity. Um, I've learned that okay, yeah, I've, I missed that run or I missed four or five miles. I'm not going to add it onto that one over there during peak weeks. I would because you've got to have a certain amount of time on your feet. So I try to to stay as true as possible, but I just make sure that you're not you're not hard on yourself at all. And remember yeah. that I'm not a, I'm not a full time athlete. I am a working father that has other responsibilities so uh, with with your lows though the highs um we'll mention once again the particular high was smashing your 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 5k goal yes 19 minute 19 seconds very perfectly symmetrical as well 1919 <laughs> well not really symmetrical it would have been 1991 but that doesn't yeah that doesn't work yeah <laughs> uh, so we're going to go 1919 um no, that was that was a really really good one. Um, but w- if I was to say that that wasn't the greatest feeling of my marathon blocks, people might think you're absolutely crazy. You've you've achieved, you know, a sub twenty five k that you wanted to achieve, but it's not your best run. Yeah, my best run was when I beat a demon from the first marathon where I blew up around about seventeen eighteen miles, and that for me, it was a big mental block coming to this one going, right, well, last time, your long runs didn't go well. Why didn't they go well? I've altered the, the plan. So I take a gel every, full, every, every fourth mile, regardless of how I feel. If I feel really strong, I still take that gel at the fourth mile because I'm just topping up the stores. I'm not letting that wall come to me. I'm, I'm going to go, I've run past the wall. Um, so when I've done, you know, I think it was my 20 miler, that gave me such a buzz because I've just absolutely run straight through it. So that was my best one. Yeah. You've actually passed that on to me now as well. So every seven kilometers, I'm taking a gel. <laughs> I saw that on one of the, we either talked about it or I saw it on one of your, one of your uh, posts that you were taking, you were taking the, the, the gels every say, seven kilometers ish. So now that's what I do. And it works so well because you can space them out really well. Yeah, it is. And the thing is, you can break your run into blocks. So I will say, okay, if I'm doing a 16-mile run, I will have one at 4, 8, and 12. Yeah. So I've got three blocks to to tick off. So I've taken a gel. There you go. That's block one done. Two more blocks to go. 
yes. and that just helps that helps you um get around it and also you know the, the runner coach app also breaks the runs down really well so it could say you've got 12 miles at a comfortable pace you've then got say five miles at goal pace and then you're going to do the last two back into comfortable so you look at you run along thinking oh yeah i'm, I'm at 11 miles now yeah it's great they're fantastic that right it's all that that run's done now and now you're doing another session um so that that helps just breaking it down so i feel in a good place for it i think on the day itself when i get to mud shoot area so isle of dogs it's about mile 17 running through and then through onto canoe when i get to that point there that's the moment that I'm going to go right now. We're really on because yeah. I'm not going to be in that position I was last uh, last year, six months ago. Um, and this time, my aunt will stand on the right side of the road, even though, she lives <laughs> in, yeah, even though she lives in the area and has watched multiple London marathons. She went, "I'll be on uh, on the on the left side." I'm thinking, "How's she going to get to the left side?" Oh, I'm not going to argue her. She lives there. Um, no, she went. Oh, I meant the right side. Oh, yeah. I said, "Well, I run right." <laughs> I said, I'm expecting signs now. I said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to run with a sub-330 pacer and they're going to have a big sign saying 330. You won't be able to miss me. Just look for the 330. Oh, that's bad, especially if you live in the area. Anyway. <laughs> it, I, when I say live in the area, she literally lives about 45 seconds from the actual main road park. <laughs> There's no excuse then. There's no None. excuse. But you'll have None. plenty of support on the on the route. I, I think um your your community, your side of the community has grown significantly in the past the past six months since you last did it. So I'm sure you'll be hearing a lot of people shouting your name. Yeah, you know what? You if you say that you should say that, but it's so true. I didn't think I didn't realise it until uh, till just recently, as we're getting closer to marathon and people are like, Oh my god, I can't wait to see you run and been a, you've been an inspiration you've helped me this i'm like i'm just a i'm just steve mate you know what i mean <laughs> i'm just i don't I'm, i appreciate it but it still blows my mind it's not what i got it it's not what i got into it for but i'm happy i'll help at yeah, least stay one humble person. stay humble oh it's just it's, it's mind-boggling to me honestly it's mind-boggling and my next question was actually going to be you now we've covered it a little bit so we'll probably pass it but um has there been maranoia uh or have you been okay so far there has been maranoia we we know that we know you've had maranoia but uh has it been uh better or worse than than six months ago um i think it's been i think it's been a bit worse um because there's less unknowns there's less unknowns and i've ticked some boxes that I didn't tick last time so I feel like there's a, a little bit more pressure there on myself because I know if I do what I've been training for prop that I've been training properly for barring any issues on the day I've got no excuse and I know people have their bad days I know Kip Choga had his bad day the other day but his bad day is still probably a day that I could never dream of doing do you know what I mean? So there's context here. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, it's it's been a bit worse because, you know, you, you chuck a carbon plate into I've never raced in a carbon plate shoe, so I'm going to do that, even though I've worn them and, uh, and run really well in them. And you're thinking, oh, that's really good. Oh, should I wear Nova Blast? Because I've been doing all my long runs in Nova Blast. But no, but you didn't do much fast pacing there, but you did it, did it. And it's just constant it's like a hamster wheel in my head yeah it's a lot of second guessing yourself and and so yeah. much 
so yeah. much second guessing myself. So it's been a little bit worse, but not within the context of I don't know what I'm doing in terms of the run. It's I don't know why am I guessing myself yeah. again and again and again. But that's you maybe need to sit yourself down and and just say to yourself, I'll, I just need to go with my gut instinct. I've I I know it. I know what's best for me now. I've experienced it once and it was a, a lot of unknowns, uh, whereas now you have a lot of the unknowns answered and now you're doubting yourself because you may have cycled through a different set of shoes or a different set of socks. Uh, but yeah, I'd say just just you have to sit, sit with yourself, get yourself a Stella, sit yourself down and just say to yourself, don't second guess yourself, Just just go with what, you, you feel most comfortable in and that's all you can do whatever happens on the day happens on the day yeah that's that is literally that's all i'm gonna do i'm just gonna rock up uh <laughs> and tell myself just to shut up i feel like i'm like you know like in home alone when he's scared of the thing in the basement yeah. and it's basically nothing and he's guys let's shut up <laughs> and, and that, that's me that's just basically what could be me on the day itself. It's me now, really. Good. The next one I had, and I think it's quite important because there was a lot of strike action round about the six months ago, round about, round about the, the, the London Marathon. Words are hard, get them out. Uh, so after the transport issues experienced last October, how is everything looking for your journey to the start line this year? I am very fortunate that <clears throat> I don't live too far and don't require any. Um, I think the issues last year, they were more main line rails. Yeah, anyone so, coming in from the outside, wasn't it, instead of the overground? Yeah. Um, mm. So those, those were my main issues. Those are the main issues. For me personally, I, um, you know, I just step out my door go down and get the Docklands Light Railway, Yeah. Uh, do one change, and, and I'm sweet, I'm done, you know? Um, so I'm expecting the same for that. Um, I do know for other people that later on might be a bit busier because the FA Cup final, is, uh, semi-final, sorry, is at, is at Wembley on the same day. So that's Brighton versus Manchester United. Nah, it's going to be very, um, London is going to be so busy. Yeah, but that being said, you know, now that I think it, now I said it out loud and I've just remembered something, the New Orleans Saints were annoyingly were at Wembley the day of the marathon. And I say annoyingly because they are my NFL team. <laughs> and I've been waiting for, uh, so I got into NFL for those who might be interested. And if you're not, here it goes anyway. I got into the NFL when my daughter was born in 2018. I gave it a couple of tries beforehand, couldn't get into it, found that I had plenty of time on my hand because babies like to sleep. Um, so I spent myself watching that a lot because, you know, you're up in the middle of the night, BBC you put up in the middle of the night when he's watching it on there. Um, and so, yeah, they were at home. Uh, they were at Wembley, sorry. And the train networks weren't too bad. There might be a little bit more because, obviously, it's English football and yeah, it's, a, it'll sell a, a lot more being being but football. Yeah, I'm just I'm just hoping that the fact that it's the other side of sort of London, such so as North London, right the way over, 
um, on a different line. So I'm hoping I should be able to just jump on the train at Embankment and one direct line straight straight, straight home. Um, so it's an, it should hopefully touch wood all going well, be an in and out job, get in, for no, me, hand, yes. no issues, get the job done and then get home. For, for, for me, yes. For those who might need to then go off to, I don't know, Liverpool Street or anyway, yeah, yeah, getting yeah. A, 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 a national rail service. Um, yeah. I did hear though today uh, the usual um, fear that there might be process action. Um, After what happened at the Crucible just the other day and what happened with... Well, they've done it last year. So every year they sort of do it around the same time around... I'm going to get in now. They do the same action around Parliament, but they've yeah. um, apparently they've assured the, the race, uh, London Marathon uh, race director that they're not going to touch the London Marathon. I think that's very I, smart because it'd be very silly to touch it. I, I think that would be very silly to touch it. If, unless it's the elite runners, um, I think if you got in and about the likes of yourself and people who have spent a long, a long old while training for something, if you had someone come on to the course and try, try and protest, whether for a valid reason or not, they're going to get punched in the face by someone. By me. <laughs> <laughs> but they are running. They are running that risk of it'll backfire I on them. Look, I I sympathise and I understand the efforts, and yeah. you know, I I am with them on a lot of things. I'm not really with some of the methods, um, yeah. but yeah, uh, uh, something that's pretty carbon neutral that raises millions for charity. I don't even think they're that silly to do it. I just think it's a new story every year they try doing it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm super buzzing, looking forward to it. It, it looks like the trains are going to be fine. Um, so yeah, it's hopefully everyone doesn't have too stressed a time when they when they finish and they've got their their nice bit of bling. Um, elbows Everyone's going to be taking too many selfies to really care about trains by that point. There's going to be selfies from every angle known to man. Um, I'll I'll <laughs> I'm literally I'll be I'm looking for the first pub and the elbows are out. <laughs> Oh, you're well deserved. Well deserved refreshment by that point. Absolutely. Give me a Bira Moretti or a Stella. Nothing else. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've really got <laughs> one more question then before we get on to the, the shout outs. Uh, and I'm going to let you go first on the shout outs this time because I don't want to step on your toes. Um, but in the last episode, you mentioned about your kit bag and you were. You were a bit un unsure whether you wanted to share what's in your in your kit bag or not, but I think it would be beneficial. Bearing in mind this this is coming out on the Friday, and there's only really the Saturday for any first time runners, but it still gives that last minute kind of check off. Oh, maybe I should actually put that because you can you can chuck something in a bag. Don't take anything out, but chuck something in that you might be putting in. That you're going to suggest is is maybe beneficial for people to take. Um, so can you go through what's in Steve's sack? <laughs> uh, uh, let me compose myself, people. I just want to say, everyone that's listening, I had no ideas on these questions. I've had no no email this week. I have not shown that. him anything on the script this week. <laughs> oh, 
oh, the filth of Steve's mind is just <laughs> laughing over it. Before you answer that question, uh, to go back on uh, the the slip of the tongue of deep diving Ryan, uh, the poor man does have um, have worries now. He did come back to me. He's got his, he's got his concerns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you letting yourself in for? I know, right, I know. Okay, so what's in the bag, Angelos, for anyone that likes, uh, what's that programme? Bob Mortimer and Vic Reeves. You know, remember the coup de dove from above? I don't know. uh, Yeah. What's that? Shooting stars. Shooting stars. Shooting stars. What's in your bag, Angelos? And he's got that that, that Sainsbury's bag. That's great. I forgot about that. I'm like an encyclopedia of useless knowledge and memory. Oh. Um, the anecdotes I can come out with are just ridiculous. Um, so what's in the bag? Um, right. First of all, and it's a phrase that it's a lot of stuff that I've got in my bag is from um, what I've looked at YouTube last year. A lot like everyone now clueless what to put in the bag what do you put in there because it's completely different from going for a, a half marathon or, or a 10k uh the first one is if you're able to and i say if you're able to because you might you know might be diabetic you might not be able to have that amount of sugar is a bottle of full fat coke because that was beautiful at the end and it just brings you back to life and i got that from 40 runs and he actually coins it as the, the red ambulance <laughs> he calls it the red ambulance and listen i straight in it's the first thing i had when i got across because when I'm, I'm a proper athlete like that yeah um but it spikes no, your, no. your sugar levels again it wake it, it you're you're going to be tired at the end and it's it's just that hit of glucose to get you right going again yeah yeah bring you to life so that will be in the bag um a a fresh pair of socks so like some crew socks just to get the 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 running socks off my feet um probably gonna have we're definitely gonna have some sliders in there get them trainers off because them carbons are gonna want to come off because they'll be screaming <laughs> at me they'll be screaming at me um baby wipes or face wipes because the amount of salt you sweat your eyes and sticking together you you know you might want to you know uh clean under your arms that sort of thing um uh, just actually, to up. that's a just sorry to interrupt you there. That's a spot on suggestion, especially with the weather just now. Because I went for a run last night, only went for seven and a half kilometers, but I was absolutely dripping by the time I got back, and my eyes were stinging with the amount of the amount of salty sweat. So after you finish, what's going to be more than likely a warm weekend in London? Good yeah. shout. Clean yourself off. Yeah, and then to go along with that, a face towel to dry yourself off. Yeah. Um, so you know that sort of thing you're looking at so you're not an absolute mess um soft trousers so a pair of uh, new balance um jogging bottoms that i got i mean other brands are available i know i I love i love new balance but they don't pay me people um i pay them uh you wear them to to the start line then put it in your bag and chuck it on the on the yeah, bag yeah, truck. Yeah. yeah. So I I want I'm all about trying to keep my core as warm as possible. Um so I'll wear that. Uh also I'll probably pop in my the jumper to it as well. Because at the end of it again, so before it you want to keep warm, the end of it you're gonna wanna keep 
uh, you want to your, your your body temperature is going to come down really quick because you're going to start you know getting back to normal um, and you could be cold pretty quickly. So I'm going to unless it is really hot, I'm going to pop that on. So something nice and soft. So almost like a change of clothes. And I'm not going to lie to you, I will pop in um, a clean pair of boxers. Yeah, right. Because you're going to be soaked through. Like no, no matter what your level of, of fitness is, uh, you're going to be soaked. So you, you, you really your temperature will drop, especially if it's even if it's warm. You, your temp, you're just going to be soaked to the skin. Yeah, it's it's going to be, and you're going to need to feel comfortable afterwards because your body's going to be sore. You're going to be walking like John Wayne within two hours. Yeah. If you think about everyone, um, if you think about your long runs. And you've been out for, I don't know, three hours. And it's not even been that hot. But your body temperature is so warm because of the repeated action of what you're doing. Your, your body's pumping. You, you, more blood's being pumped around you than normal. Your body's really warm. As soon as you get back to normality and you're now walking around, the cold hits you bloody quick. Yeah. Um, so it's all about being comfortable. I know, listen, you're going to get your race shirt and it's going to, you go, got to put it on. I've got to take the picture in front of the arc or turn around with the finish line, do all that. But as soon as you can put on something warm and soft, your body's going to thank you for it. If I, if it was socially acceptable I'd, and, and the trains weren't so dirty, I'd put on my Uggs. I'd put my Ugg slippers on because they are like the vapor fly of house slippers. Right. Right. They are the vapor fly. I won't. I would never wear UGG boots, but UGG slippers all day long, every day, and tomorrow because they're beautiful. I come in from a long runs, kick the trainers off straight into the UGGs because it's like putting it's like a velvet carpet on your on your feet. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. If UGGs want to send me some stuff, um, please get in contact <laughs> with same as New Balance. If you want to get in contact, just pop a little DM. Steve will let me know. <laughs> um, so that will go in there. Um, banana that will go in there. Something little, something to to eat afterwards. Maybe like a flapjack type stuff you normally get at these ten k events. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is off the top of my head because I've literally not even entertained it for a second yet. Um, that's how comfortable I've been with it. Um, a box of emodium in case the ones I take it home before I leave the flat don't work. So they'll go in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pure sport will go in there so when I finish I can get that straight on um, I love a bit of pure sport now I've, I've become obsessed with it um, I've, I've been converted um, and that's roughly around about it really for my for my bag it's going to look like there's a lot in there purely because I've got the, the tracksuit bottom the tracksuit top yeah well that happens though because your bag's going to feel slightly empty when you're going there because you've got your tracksuit on, your jumper, your trousers. You're wearing that because you've got everything else underneath. But then when you take that off, it just it packs out your bag a lot. I think that's a good shout though. That's to have to have something of a of a, a glucosey syrupy sugar shot into into you because all the calories you're going to have burnt to get something to liven yourself back up again. A banana as well, your flapjack. Um, personally, I went for like jelly babies because you can. I took a little, a few of them with me on one of my, one of the marathons. But um, some you just need that. You need that nutrition. You need something to sort of fill you up because you're going to be absolutely drained by it. 
the yeah. change of clothes, but you you don't want to just change into your your t your new t shirt and your socks or you're back into your tracksuit absolutely soaking. So yeah, wet wipe yourself down, face towel, certainly your modium. It's like you say, it, it, it might not have taken effect before you've left. So pop in our couple, but don't pop too many because it's bad. It, well, you'll you'll feel it. It's don't take too many. Yeah. It's bad for you. But yeah, you know, I, I think, think that's a good shout with all those. I, I toilet roll, or at least pocket tissues, um, because there's no guarantee when you get to that portaloo. Yeah, and you need to go. Yeah, and you get in there, and there is no toilet roll when you've just waited about. 45 years to get into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> they spent um, 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, 10 years later. Um, or that, that meme from the Titanic, where it's like, the old lady's like, it's been 84 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, some, some toilet tissue uh, in some very form, whether you take a roll, whether you take like reams of it in the put in your pocket oh, i don't know but jelly babies sorry will be in my pocket yeah. um because listen on the course for anyone that's not done the marathon before uh, or london before everyone wants to give you sweets because they think it's going to give you energy as you're running around it running course i'd say don't take it now people say well you're going against the community spirit and so on and so forth and maybe for those that aren't going for what they would class as a quick time if fixing my time is a quick time but any 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 time any time at all that you're trying to run for even if it's just to finish it if you take sweets and bits and pieces off people and they think they're doing an amazing job and they are doing an amazing job because they're being very community like you might not have had that in your training at all yeah yeah exactly so and you don't know now they're not do they don't think of that You've trained for 16 weeks. Nothing new on race day. Use the same gels. Use the same this, the same that, the same other. I've even done my training runs around about the same time as what I thought my start time would be. So around about 10 to 10.30, I've started my long runs every week. My body's you know, accustomed to running at that time for X amount of miles. I know when I'm eating. I know what time I'm waking up. I know all of it. To then let it unravel because you go, oh, that's really nice. I'll have that wallop. And you've just put something in your mouth that you've not had during during your training. Now, ordinarily, day to day, you might sit at home and have that item, but you're not doing what you're doing. You know, you're not running a marathon whilst you're taking it. So I'd be very cautious. So if you do have a thing for like a sweet, like a, a jelly baby or a Haribo, um, take some if you can stuff some in your pocket great i mean yeah you might see someone hand out a, a packet of jelly babies to you or whatever i, I mean i still wouldn't take it personally now, because i'm not it's not gonna, it's not my controllable yeah see i'm gonna be also i i've personally taken sweets off people at events um but my events are small rural you not that people are more trustworthy where i'm running but I would have less doubt taking something off of an old lady up here than in busy London. You don't know what people are putting in some of these things either. They're probably all fine, but at the same time, who's listening with laxatives to help you run faster? That would be my thought. Yeah, no. So, and like you said, it's, it's really sad that you've got to think of it that way. Obviously, obviously, I was looking at it in a sense of, 
that's yeah, not been my training. Yeah, plan that you go, d- just do. Yeah, you, yeah, but, yeah. I know what you mean. There. You know, it's true. People, you know, people kind of go out for drinks sometimes without getting spiked. You don't know what someone's motive is to say, "Oh, yeah, I gave like all these sweets to them, and now they're going to be at the uh, finish line with brown down the leg." Listen, yeah, it's not what yeah. we're saying, but stick to what you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very simple. Um, yeah, that's just that's just my bit. And that I know we've, we've digressed. <laughs> but no i think i think i would i would uh, wholeheartedly agree with what you've got in your bag there uh just to kind of reiterate uh the 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 coke the change of clothes the change of socks the change of footwear if you can wet wipes um some nutrition some emodium and for you uh, some pure sport all spot on suggestions there i mean so, other 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 alternatives to yeah, uh, yeah. pure sport are there, you know, like <laughs> Tiger Balm or Volterol or where, Deep Heat, whatever smell you like to fantastic use. Fantastic if you've got the Tiger Balm on. Oh, <laughs> yes. Guilty but, pleasure. Guilty pleasure. <laughs> But I, I thought I think that's 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 my questions. I wanted to keep it brief and wanted to kind of let it flow, um, and it has it has had uh, a little bit of flow there in between. I didn't want it to be too serious, uh, because anything that I've just said could have could have added to your paranoia, and that's not what I'm wanting to do. You've only got a few uh, more days to go. I'm so. a one man band without my friends. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on the drum You're guitar head, and everything, yeah. <laughs> just nodding to each other like, "Yeah, you're playing the beat well, mate." Go on. But not only is Steve running London, funnily enough, he's not just the, the, the only man running around. That would be a very interesting parade if it was just Steve <laughs> and everyone watching him. Um, it, there's, <laughs> it's, a busy old, it's a busy old event. So we put a, a couple of calls out uh, on our individual uh, pages and on the, the main Point 99 page. Um, we both have some shout outs to do. Because I stepped on Steve's toes last time round, I'm going to let him do his shout-outs first, and then I'll go through mine. So, Steve, do you have them available? Are they ready to go? Um, no. Uh, what I'll do is <laughs> what I'll do is what I do every week. People is I at this point I go to my uh, DMs and I see who's been talking to Steve this week. Um, <laughs> sorry. I do apologise. One second. A very important question's come about people. Yes, Daisy, your family does love you. Sorry. <laughs> she's just shouting at me from the floor. Do my family love me while she's colouring in? I was like, yes, that, that question can't be told. Wait a minute, now he's on the phone. Um, okay. So one's a, a new a new person, a new follower this week who's also running London Marathon. And you know what? I actually commented on a London Marathon um, post which then I think was liked by about maybe 300 people. And I've got to start getting some DMs from, I think my comment was around that I was insanely jealous of everyone that's doing their first London because you only ever get your first London. Yeah. So yeah. I'm the preacher now, just enjoy it. Take it all in, come back another time and conquer a time. Just for now, soak it in. Like take it in because it's going to be emotional. Um, and there was one, it's, Kirona, uh, K-I-E-R-O-N-A, 1983, Kieran. And he messaged me and he, he literally said, I find your page really inspiring. Um, and he said, our, our 5K, 10K and half times are sort of similar. And he's taken his first ever 
uh, marathon and he was asking for advice. He was talking about breaking it down into, into blocks. He was nervous as hell. Um, and I just messaged him about loads of stuff. Um, so give him a shout out. You might, I don't know if he listens to his podcast, um, but he was in my DMs and he was having what I was last year. And I thought it's very important because I, I had people giving me fantastic advice that didn't know me. And you have to repay. You've got to repay the favour. You honestly have to. Um, so we'll have that chat there. Um, we have um, B, it's a B-E-E underscore underscore running. So Becky, she is, she's friends with Lucy, who came down to Park Run along with Hannah we're back back in week three she's just um made her instagram running page before it was like a personal one but now she's done a specific running one so she's doing really really good things on there so she's a great person to follow very interactive she does talk when you want to talk um uh i'll tell you what i know we've done a shout out before before um but giz giz fowler is yeah. on the run. Yeah. See, I didn't call her the other word. Um, <laughs> it's a big love of that. <laughs> um, I know you shouted her out before, um, but I wanted to shout her out in general. And I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. I need to... She sent me a video of... I'm walking left and right because I'm talking, darling. Um, sent me a video of... The Mandalorian, Steve. <laughs> and she sent it to me, and I sent a laughing emoji face. And she put an expletive. I actually sent this to the wrong Steve. <laughs> and uh, I said, as a Mandalorian fan, I'm all good. And she said, hi, Steve. Do you know that I was a geek and I've got a very si filthy sense of humour? So I feel like we broke some ice there. It's really good because, one, I love Star Wars. And, two, I love filthy sense of humour. So I was, I was quids in. So I think she got off lightly with that one. But she gave me a laugh whilst the maranoia was spinning my nut. Yeah. So I'm ha very happy with that. I'm going to go with one more. And, again, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but um, his name is Dave. His uh, name on Instagram is 5K, uh, it's Dave Lawless. So Dave underscore Lawless 23. He was a pacer <clears throat> for Manchester Marathon, sub 330. So I was like, okay, this is going to be amazing. Can you, can you kindly send me a screenshot of your splits so I can see what a pacer is looking at on a 330 uh, marathon? Um, and he went, yeah, no worries. Uh, but then... At a certain point in the marathon, uh, he was cut up by someone. So he paid attention to that person and missed the fact that there was a pothole in front of him. Oh. Uh, and fell over, ended up in the medical tent. He's all good, though. He's, he's like, it is what it is. It happened. And he's, I think he's pacing another, he's pacing a half marathon pretty soon. So he's got away relatively unscathed. He just didn't get to pace around the whole marathon because of of that so people if you are running with a pacer or around a pacer a don't race the pacer b don't cut them up yeah i think that's that's a good it's, it's a good shout um with cycling being my background when you're doing cycling events it is very common for the the rider in front of you to point 
to any potholes that are on because you can't see them they're in the way that's something that i've translated into my running if you're at a marathon if you're at a half marathon any event and it's a mass of bodies let the people know if there's someone around if there's if there's a pothole if there's if there's an obstacle give them a shout because you don't last thing you want is someone running into into a pothole and, and injuring themselves that you could have you could have helped prevent absolutely um i'm actually i told you i'm going to give uh one more and I, I think i have mentioned before so it's more of a uh, a recognition of 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 the support he's given me this week is ian runs marathons who he apps we was having maranoia chats on the dms he was doing manchester he absolutely smashed it to pieces um and now he's like yeah i've handed a baton to you um He's been pumping me up big time for this. So it's more of an appreciation than a shout out, I guess. Because, you know, it, it's funny. I was looking at the likes of himself and Craig, you know, maybe a year ago thinking, God, them guys are rapid. And they are. And I'm not, I won't class myself in, in their level because I, I can't see myself running a, a sub three marathon for quite some time. But the fact that they are, you know, I've seen them from afar and now they're giving me advice and spurring you on. It just shows that it goes against the grain of some people say, oh, they're really fast. People don't care about people that are slower than if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So he fantastic guy. And he, he listen, if you don't follow him, do. But Ian runs marathons because his content is brilliant. I'll crack up. I'm laughing. I mean, like I said, he had the the Colin the Caterpillar and he said he had one in his office and he yes. said can't you see I'm Colin I saw oh, that brilliant. yes oh, I was howling I was howling so he's cracking those are my shout outs over to my Scottish part Steve I think I, 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 I actually think you may have um, misinterpreted the homework there Steve but you'll understand why I'm saying that in a second <laughs> you told me to give shout outs I gave shout outs the London Marathon shout outs so you put out a uh, question didn't you no do you know what it is no i, I can't tell, i can't lie um people did reply and i sort of didn't save them now, on my thing i'll give you a little I, i'll run through mine and i'll tell you how to get them uh if you go to your burger menu go to your archive go to that uh, particular story and swipe up you will <laughs> see so if you can do that just now i'll run through mine and hopefully we don't have any clashes here all right i'm gonna run through mine so i have 11 shout outs that are related to london um so first off we have Haley runs here and that's Haley underscore runs underscore here um, and that was as shouted out by hannah in the last episode uh, she's also dropped us a little reminder to say that she is running the streets of London for the 26.2 miles of smiles. Next up, I have one of my Who Dropped the Dibber buddies, uh, fellow team captain, Jamie underscore runs. Jamie's wanting to give a massive shout out to his coach, Craig Baines. Now, Craig, I follow both his, uh, his, his coaching account and his main account. He is such an inspirational guy. I know a few people that, that are coached by him and they have nothing but praise for the chap. Uh, so his accounts are run un, run with run underscore with underscore Bainsey or 
at rwb underscore coaching and jamie just really wants to return all the support that craig has given him so far and i applaud that as that's really good if you get on with your coach not everyone gets on with their coach but he's got he's got a good uh, work ethic as jamie with with craig he 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 shares a lot of his his good news stories and craig always comes back with with praise so good on you jamie uh, next up, we have another of the Who Drop the Dibber team. That's Emily underscore in the outdoors. And she has a double header she wants to shout out. And that's for her lovely running buddy, Shirley Wyland. And she uses two heart um, emojis. But also Aldo in Wonderland, who is running for Blood Cancer UK. That's the message that I got. I'm not too sure much on else of that. I also had a message from some weird bearded fellow who goes by the name of Runner Man Steve. Apparently he's <laughs> running the London Marathon. Not that any of us had any clue about that, but good luck, buddy. <laughs> not sure I've mentioned it. No, at I'm all. not sure you've mentioned it. No, um, I've kept a secret on a download. <laughs> to mention someone that Steve's already shouted out as, as his community shout outs is Giz on the Run. That's G I Z underscore on underscore the underscore run. Now, lovely Giz has given a shout out to two of the amazing Who Dropped the Debra Runners. If Giz hadn't done it, I would have done it myself anyway. And that is Nick, who is at Nick.McGowanLow. And also to Helen, who is at Helen.X.Outside. I'm pretty sure uh, Nick's done a marathon before. I could be wrong, but I know Helen has not done one before. So she's had a lot of maranoia. But having kept track of both of their training uh, routines and schedules so far, they've been absolutely smashing their training. Helen's had a few blips along the way, but she's going to do amazingly this weekend. But Giz would also like to shout out Luke, otherwise known on known as Run Shine on Leith which is a great name for someone from uh, Edinburgh, um, with it being Luke's first marathon as it is with Helen. So there we go. Uh, Giz did say that within her notes. And finally, Giz is putting a shout out to Joe Hammond, who actually just did the Manchester Marathon, is now heading to London. She is doing it for charity, is Joe, because Joe's actually part of the what the Fartlick family as well. Um, I've followed her uh, story and, and actually donated to her as well. I can't say I'm 100% sure which charity is. I'm pretty sure it's a cancer charity, but uh, very well done to Joe for, for not only smashing it in Manchester, but also then not really giving herself much of a break and heading to London. Next up, I have TJ and TJ is I run for shirts and medals. I think I've mentioned her in the past and, and TJ is shouting at her what the fart lick friend, Simon Ostridge, uh, but also to Rob, who is one of the hosts of what the fart lick uh, JP, their editor and kind of one of the hosts um, who did Manchester last week or the week before, whatever this episode is going out. You get the gist. And also to Jack Penfold, who's also part of the What the Fartlick family. Getting there slowly but surely, we have uh, Stony Runs is shouting out Harriet, or otherwise known at 
HCT underscore London underscore marathon. He says, you've got this. Your effort level is first class. Enjoy the victory. And as with everyone else, we'll applaud that. It's the victory lap. Enjoy the occasion. I have how many more? Four more. At Sam dot that dot runs is showing out Lisa Tingros uh, from the Kettering Town Harriers, who's going to be taking part. I don't know anything about Lisa, but spot on Sam for shouting her out. If she's a club runner and from her from what her photo looks like, she looks like she's rapid. So I can imagine she's going to absolutely blast out London. Next, uh, I have Paul, who is at run in the sunshine underscore Paul's coming across all the way from Abu Dubai um, who's also going to be picking up his second star he says hopefully picking up his second star he will be picking up his second star he'll absolutely smash it he's been training in like absolutely insane heat I'm sure he can manage with the heat of London Second to last, I have our friend and the last guest from the Press Play and Run podcast. Now, what a phenomenal interview that was conducted by Ryan, and that is Kaylee. Kaylee is shouting out once again, Helen outside or Helen X outside that I've already mentioned from Giz. Kaylee would like to say special love from her. It's Helen's first marathon and first ballot entry. She's going to smash it. Now, Kaylee, uh, as I say, was a phenomenal guest on the Press Play and Run podcast and is well worth listening to. Uh, and herself went and smashed Manchester last week or last, whatever it was. It was, it was amazing and done with smiles all round. Now, finally, uh, we touched uh, touched on this for the first one, but we have a shout out from Hannah from our last episode. That's Hannah underscore runs 93. Um, and she is shouting out Janine Lewitt. I think that's her surname. I think that's how you say it anyway. And they've been chatting online since 2020. Of course, I mentioned this earlier in the episode when Janine first got her place for London and wanted some of the kit purchased um, and sent but you obviously can't buy it if you're out of the country you can only get it in the UK or at least she wanted to get it sent to someone in UK and then shipped on so Janine got in contact with Hannah and Hannah lovely lovely Hannah shipped it to the US so Janine was driving to Boston for the weekend to cheer on Hannah and as we've already mentioned, Hannah smashed that. And that's a, that's a really nice thing to do, especially if you've never met someone. I'm not quite sure where she where she lives in the States, but to drive in and cheer someone on that you've never met is that's that's going the, the extra distance. But she is then going to be flying over for her London marathon and Hannah's back in the country and is going to be cheering on Janine. So Hannah, you can't wait to cheer on Janine on on the day again words are hard i'm struggling here uh cheer on in the day uh, good luck janine and all runners and uh, again i i have to kind of second that good luck to everyone everyone i've mentioned anything i've butchered there i'm going to pass it back to steve now and hopefully he's found a, a list of people that he's almost forgotten about 
Um, well, I can't find the post. <clears throat> but what I have done <laughs> is I've fought my feet and I've gone through my DMs of those who've messaged me because they are doing the marathon. To be fair, I didn't get loads. I got the HTC, HCT uh, Harriet one. Okay. Um, I had that one. Um, and I get the same person that, that um, sent that message to me in case it wasn't picked up on the on the story runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I'll go through a, a few. I've got one as well. Sorry, it was Chris dot runs dot a dot lap. Yes, I believe he, yes, he's yes, run yes. it. So shout out to him, um, Claire. So her name is it's a bears world underscore. Um, she's running London for the first time, so I'm jealous of her. So hopefully she has a fantastic time. It is insanely good. Um, we have Chloe runs a lot, so she's run in London. I think it, I think she ran last year as well. So um, hopefully she has a great one. Uh, one, you know what? One um, been chatting to his name's um, the running class teacher. I've mentioned him before. Uh, he's run in London. He had an injury, so um, hopefully he gets through that. Uh, and enjoys his run. We've got one coming from Sydney, Australia. Wow. Yeah. Um, I've been watching his stories and I've loved them just because his scenery is ridiculous. Um, he underscore runs underscore Sydney. I believe he's flying over currently. Um, so he he's doing that. Um, I've there's someone else uh, had it literally. Oh, I want to shout out Mo Farah because he's been DMing me. Um, <laughs> you wish. <laughs> it's like Steve, how, how shall I run? Um, one foot in front of the other, my friend. Um, no, you yeah. <laughs> Put your arms um, there and stop making an M over your head while you're running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about take away your energy, mate. Um, Steve runs London. Mentioned him before on a number of occasions. He's running London Marathon. We are travelling there together. We're in the same starting area. We are one wave apart from each other. Um, so he's done amazing things. So he's run it. So good luck to him. Um, and one more because you've basically taken my other ones. Um, <laughs> That I, I gave you the opportunity. Yes. Well, I, I did not understand. I didn't listen to the assignment because I was too busy cutting sausages up. Um, <laughs> sorry, people. This uh, real dad stuff going on right now. Um, yeah. Uh, Ru- run, Ruba, run. So run and the Ruba spell R-U-B-A. Run, Ruba, run. She's going to be a pacer. Now... <laughs> I believe it's for like seven hours, seven hours, 30. So that's a monumental that's a, challenge. That is an and effort. I've always, and I've always said it's more difficult to run like a six, seven hour marathon than it is to run, say, a free three thirty because yeah. you've got more time on feet, more repetition, more aches, more pains, more dark faults. So if you are running and you think, oh, then people run really, really fast and I'm going so slow, you are putting in more effort. Yeah, Believe that's, me, I because... second that. You're the the people at the back. If you feel that you're 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 not doing as well as people at the front, you were doing better than the people at the front because of the as Steve just said, the time on feet. That is an effort and a half. You you are troopers, and that's it's why the pe- it the, will the, be grueling. Yeah, th- those people deserve bigger cheers than the people at the front. I would say, hundred percent, and they do. 
and they do. So if you are that person, embrace that because the cheers you get on will they are louder. You see like Mo Farah run past, like, oh my god, it's Mo Farah. And that goes away. And they see the person coming who thinks, look at that person. They are clearly, you know, this might be struggling a little bit. Let's give them the shout. You get that bigger shout. It's that compassion that I don't think you get anywhere else apart yeah. from London. Yeah. On on that day. Not to downplay anywhere else, but I've you know I'm I think Londoner. there's more cutoffs in other places than you than like we had a discussion yeah. in the last episode. There's more cutoffs in other marathons, whereas London isn't it a little bit more extended? Yep. Um and I just want to give a generic London marathon shout out to everyone who has been fasting for Ramadan. Uh well oh, I think yeah. even on the twenty first, twenty second of of this month, those that have been you know, adjusting their plans, going on fasted runs, doing X, Y, and Z, and still going to turn up and do the marathon. They still commit to their training. You know, hats off to you because I can't go two hours at work without a coffee. So shout out <laughs> to everyone else because that is some effort. But honestly, it's some effort. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to everyone that has been fasting. Everyone, I hope you have like an amazing Eid and then you have a big party uh, on London Marathon. So they're my, my modified shout outs for the London Marathon of those that are doing it. And then please see prior for the community shout outs. Oh, thank you, please. <laughs> now, I, I actually was thinking, do I do a community shout out here? Because I've, I've got a couple of more top topics to cover before we finish off today. Um, and that is my fortnight in running because we haven't just talked about that. And I know on Steve's notes, he wants to talk about the, the runs I've been doing with Fuse. Um, <laughs> but before we get into that and uh, some other news, I will shout out um, as someone I'm going to be, we're going to be talking about in a second anyway, to do with the Point 99 Club. And it's a, a, a suggestion he's had for me. I just want to shout out a, a chap called, uh, whose handle is the Pole Fit Ultra Runner, uh, Mike Houston. Uh, really because I had a bit of a tough week uh, the, the, past, the past week. My social media presence was down a little bit. A lot of people kind of noticed it. Um, uh, but Mike... Uh, really kind of gave me such such a, a a cheer up the messages he sent were were spot on and i didn't respond to them straight away and the same with um pat pat patrick watkins who i shouted out previously um what was his handle again i always forget pat's handle uh one second pat uh, p watkins underscore 13 patrick also sent me a message said you're all right but you're a little bit quieter than usual not that i'm loud or outgoing or anything but I think my my drop in presence was noticed by both of them, and they sent me some really nice messages. And as I said, I didn't respond straight away because I was in a, a in a funny place. But um, I did appreciate them, and all the messages I got, I really appreciate all the messages. Uh, and now I have responded to them all. Um, but thank you very much, everyone. But certainly for for Mike, who is the first to really send some some really nice messages. Thank you very much. And that's that's really a big plus of the community is when people are there for you. Um, it was a bit something and nothing and just got in my own head a little bit. But I'm all good this week. So, yeah, long may that continue. Um, so we'll move on now from, from that. I'm only going to do one shout out and kind of add Pat into that as well. Uh, and we'll get on to the 99 Club news that I just kind of passed over. Now, we are working hard in the backgrounds to get this this Club 99 up and running. Uh, I'm working on a website and working on other bits and pieces, seeing about getting uh, a catalogue of merchandise that we don't have to necessarily 
buy or sell in bulk that can be purchased through a vendor. Um, but I will be setting up a cheeky little Strava group. I'll probably make it private to begin with because I don't think everyone wants to be on a big public group and have people seeing where they're running. And I think there'll be a, a little bit of uh, apprehension about that. So we'll have a little private group at first, see how we, how we get on, see how people are feeling, and then we'll widen it up. But we'll maybe have a couple of uh, small competitions or something, uh, uh, a, a spot X, Y, or Z on your run. Uh, bingo. But Mike, the, the pole fit ultra runner, had a great suggestion for a feature that we could introduce to episodes to kind of party on with our community shout outs. And that is a question and topic kind of relay. It would be member or listener sub submitted questions on random sports or running related topics. I'm sure we could answer any topic, but keep it keep it topical to the podcast. So random sports or running related topics that Steve and I could then get super tangential on and, and kind of sure, just share our two cents before or after we do the community shout outs, just to pad it out a little bit, especially if we don't have a guest on that particular episode. But as I say, we are working in the background to get it up and running. I know I said that, what, two episodes ago, three episodes, whenever I announced it, but life is busy and we have we have jobs, we have families, um, uh, but we will get it, we will get there. But to move on and almost finish in a backwards approach, because we usually cover this right at the beginning, but we covered the London Marathon and how Steve was getting on. I have a series of bits and uh, bits and pieces to cover and how my fortnight went. I, of course, got another PB. I have not stopped uh, stopped trying to push my PBs. I got a 19 second improvement on my half marathon. Bearing in mind, I'd just broken it, what, with COVID and in a kilt. I then went and broke it by 19 seconds on an elevated route. So I'm really confident on the right route, a nice flat attempt, I'm going to absolutely smash the, the goal that I currently have for half marathon of a 145. Good time. It's a very good time. So I'm, I'm currently sitting at 147.46. So I think I can, I think I can easily achieve a 145. I've not pushed a half marathon for this whole block. I wanted to, but I couldn't find the suitable one um, that I wouldn't feel would cause me an injury because Hampton Court Palace was, was going to be a mud bath and it was, so I stayed away from it. So I don't know where my half marathon is at. I know I'm good for 5k. Probably good for 10k. I don't know what I'm at for half marathon. We'll find out on that. Um... You're very similar to me though. If You have to plan out your route. Otherwise you've got road busy roads to cross uh, or go under underpasses and it's never quite the same as going to an event and, and having closed roads. And yeah, just so we'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens in London. Maybe I'll... Um, Maybe over the first half, well, probably the second half, we'll try and push out a PB on the second half of London, but we'll see what happens. Well, if you PB at London itself, you may actually just PB in a half marathon pace as well without really trying, which would be phenomenal, a double header. But I did also almost, without uh, trying, um, now this is, I did get a, a, an interesting message from our, our friend Lipstick and Trainers off this one. Um, she did say that not every effort needs to be a PB uh, when I go out, but I went out and uh, I was very, very, fairly effortless last night. I did a, a 5k run and then I, I kind of got home by doing a, another 2.5 kilometers, but I was two seconds off almost beating my 5k without any effort. So 
I mean, I'm building myself up for failure here, but I think my 5K is going to tumble soon. And as then well. you'll be like, "Where are my PBs coming from now? <laughs> Where am I going to go? I'm going to. They're only going to dry up, and I'm going to be sad, a sad, sad man, crying and rocking myself for well, sympathy." My, my only thing with my one is that I was like, "Yes, I've done the sub, the sub twenty. I've done nineteen, nineteen. I was like, hang about. I've now got to go at some to to beat my PB, and it could be a while, but I'm yeah. okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that." Um, it's not my focus. I have actually entered the Vitality 10K um, because Park Run, or Vitality joint with Park Run were doing an offer for, I think it's about 4,000 places for a tenner. Oh, nice. Um, so I've got into that. And so I'm, I'm sort of earmarking that loosely to be my, my sub 40 attempt. Um, so we'll, I'll, I'll work on some speed over the summer. Um, but yeah, I mean, to break 5k, it took me ages to get sub 20. So to go below 19, 19 is going to be some. So I don't think I'll be posting a PB for a 5k anytime soon. <laughs> but it might happen. It might happen. Um, but I did see Steve's notes this week. I might not have shared my notes with him, but he shared his notes with me. And no, because wanted... I play nicely. Uh, you wanted to talk about my uh, one of my routes that I've been doing the last three weekends, and that is Honestly, my elevated trading route. It's yeah. ridiculous. It, 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 it looks so good, but I'm used to concrete and pigeons. <laughs> now, to me, right. I would love to be running in, con- in, in an area of concrete and pigeons. I love running here, don't get me wrong, but I, I, I would like to be in, in the city centre, in the hubbub of... of uh, you know what? I've not smoke. actually run. I've not actually run anywhere near any of the London Marathon route. I've not. I've purposely not done it because I want it to. Didn't want it to become normal again. Yeah, like, you want to be, you want be fresh. No, yeah, fresh. But yeah, the route looks. I look so nice, and it looks like it looks a million miles away when it's not really a million miles away. It's far, but not a million miles away. It just doesn't look like it's the UK. I'm like, it looks nice. Yeah. Now, to me, this is the the route in question. I did. Uh, I, I put up a video last night. It's on YouTube. I couldn't upload it to Instagram because it's too long. Um. But I, I put a, a, a link in my stories. But if you go to YouTube and you look for a 450 meter mixed terrain long run, I'm sure you'll find it. It's my picture that's on it. Uh, or if you look for Mr. Steve on uh, YouTube, you'll find me. So I've only got four videos on there at the moment. The rest are hidden. But these ones are running related. But I've put up a bit of a, a bit of a. a compilation of the run with a, a audio descriptor as well but it is it's a four, 450 meter elevated climb and that's to the peak and over the course of the run it's a 550 meter elevation gain and that's from where i live dropping down a little bit almost to sea level and then going right up to to the 450. it's not easy it's a uh, it's it's a bit of a, a bit of a climb. It, it kicks in a few places, but honestly, like you said, Steve, it's it's like it's like enough. It's like another world, especially when you get out of the the, the village that I live in, just to then be in the wilderness, and you, you're you're almost you're on you're on like country roads, and then you're in forestry, and then it's like barren landscape. You're in the proper highlands. Now the highlands is is a massive area. But to me, this is the proper highlands that you're in. Uh, so if you get an opportunity, have a check of the video. It's about seven minutes long. 
I tried to keep it keep it short and keep yeah, it fresh. You know, I was like, I want to go there. And I was like, mate, you've not even been north of the border. You've not even gone to Scotland. <laughs> and now you want to go to the highest point of it. Um, I will get to Scotland one day. It sounds ridiculous. And I'm, I'm literally, you know, a, a short flight from it. If I was to fly, I wouldn't drive it. It's ridiculous. Um, no, it's a, it's a mental drive. It's a mental drive. I think I'm complaining about driving four hours to Dorset next week. Um, I'll be it'll be nice though because I've got my clutch done, which cost me three hundred fifty quid for, <laughs> for the benefit of it. Uh, um, so no, it's just, it looked like somewhere I'd want to go. Like, I could see myself sitting on the bench up there and just going, "Oh, as all that time's passed, you know, it just like a, it looks like a proper chill point, you know." It, it, it is, and I got very lucky on that run on Sunday, uh, last Sunday, because I was on my own, and it's 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 a place where you can just sit. And you can you can lean against the monument, just sit on your backside, and, and I didn't do because my legs would get cold. But if you went for a walk, take a take a sandwich with you, take a nice flask of tea, and just just appreciate life and uh, in, inhale the fresh Highland air because you you notice that as well when you've been in the city centre, it's in, in the big cities in in London. To come to somewhere like the Highlands, you do get just that freshness. It's just so good for the soul. Um, but that's exactly why I did it. I just went just because, like I say, I wasn't having a particularly great um, headspace um, moment for a few days. So I just went up, I ran up Fyrish, uh, was was blessed to have the area to myself and, yeah, gave myself a good talking to uh, before coming back down again. But I think I'll be up there again on Sunday. No, I won't. I won't be up there on Sunday. I will be following in Marathon. Don't, 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 I won't forget that. <laughs> but I think I'm going to be doing a 30 kilometer run. Um, and I don't know if Steve's, it's, 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 it's been leaked. Um, but I don't know whether Steve's actually seen it in any of the comments. So, um, this will maybe news to right. him. It's, it, so, is this news to you then? Okay, that's good. Um, I will be running another marathon very soon. Uh, so to announce it just now, I wanted to save it till a particular guest came on, but I I, I would find that very hard to keep it for that long. Uh, I will be returning to Edinburgh and running the marathon. I feel like I've sown the seeds. You did. On the last episode when you mentioned that, I already had the, 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 the thought process was in place. Um. I'm friendly with the charity that I run for on a regular basis, the Cojones Scotland crew. And last time round, I ran for them. I was charity runner for them, but I paid for my entry. Now, Edinburgh Marathon entries have been closed for weeks. And I was looking at it going, oh, I've missed the boat here. And then I clicked and Richie had messaged me last time and says, you shouldn't have paid for your entry, mate. We would we would have given you a charity place. So on, on, a, on a bit of a whim, I messaged him and asked if I could get a place. And uh, he has thankfully given me a place. I'm still going to try and raise as much money as possible for them um, because Cajonas mean a lot to me. Um, and actually, I will do another charity and I will do another a shout out in a second on, on that topic. Uh, but Cajonas are a charity close to heart for me. Uh, so I'm glad to be going back. It is a bit, it's kind of, it's one of those ones where I am, I am like, do I want to go back? It's, it's, it's got, such good memories for my first marathon but also i was i've got the disappointment for all the all the kind of the roller coaster of emotions that i experienced there but my hotel's booked uh we're going down for a couple of days we're going to see all the the fantastic members of the who dropped the Deborah team and hopefully i'll have a fantastic run it does mean that i've only got what like six weeks of training 
to, to fit in now. It's a 16 week training program to fit into what was when I got accepted seven weeks. Thankfully, I've been training regularly anyway. My my normal week of training is is a 15 kilometer, 10 to 15 kilometer run on a Tuesday, 10 to 15 kilometer run on a Thursday, and then at least a half marathon on a Sunday. So I've already got the mileage in me. Um, for the most part so yeah hopefully this sunday get for a 30 kilometer run and be ready well you know what you're gonna have to do don't you get a pb in it i know <laughs> no no the opposite oh go slow pro so i can so i can i can really yes. hammer out amsterdam you know? yeah because otherwise you're going to leave yourself to the point where you're just going to break yourself down so these accidental pbs are going to stop my friend that's funny i know <laughs> no. but you'll blow up wouldn't you because <laughs> you know, i because i made the, the comment there about uh about meeting the 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 guys from the who dropped river team uh at, at uh, edinburgh because a lot of them live in the area I had a, a lovely message from Lee uh, today. So we're recording on a Thursday um, because I'm going to Amsterdam with uh, my wife and myself. I'm running solo. So she's going to be spectating at certain points and then she's going to go off uh, and do do her own thing because it's a long time to be standing around. Uh, but Lee sent a lovely message and asked if I would like a cheer squad to go over and he's been looking at flights. So it's not saying that's going to happen, but it would be amazing to to head over to my first uh, foreign marathon, uh, my first abroad marathon and have uh, some friendly uh, faces to, to cheer me on at regular intervals. I, I, whatever happens at Edinburgh, it's going to be completely different to, to Amsterdam because Amsterdam's so flat. Whereas Edinburgh, you kind of commit to a downhill at the beginning, but I'm sure we'll cover that all in the episode we'll be recording with Ryan from the uh, Press Plane Run podcast. But yeah, that's hot news for you all. Uh, I'm insane. I'm going back and I've not given myself much time to train. Bye bye. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently she's going to bed. Bye bye. Um, yeah. So, look, mate, um, I can't lie. I was flirting with the idea of of edinburgh but i couldn't make the dates work because i thought to myself okay maybe i could maybe i could do that you know a bit hannah style you know yeah, yeah. Like hannah style like you're fresh on the waves off you go um but i just can't make the dates work which is super annoying um okay um <laughs> well, i'm sure i'm sure in 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 uh, um let's say maybe not next year, maybe next year, coming years, we'll be able to get you up, we'll be able to, to run a marathon together. Let's say we throw in our hats into the ballot, we might both get lucky for London, we can run a marathon together, time out the yeah. window, just have fun and enjoy ourselves. But it's always no, something to look forward to. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm definitely throwing my, hat, my name into the hat for, uh, <laughs> for London again. Um, it's, a, it's an addiction. Honestly, it's addiction. Um, but, yeah, I want to get up to Scotland and do a, a marathon up there. Um, I want to get to a foreign one, one across maybe Berlin or or Amsterdam. Um, so yeah, it's I don't want it to always be London, even though London's amazing. Um, it's I'm not going to keep taking charity places. Um, I don't want to be constantly on the oh, cap in hand. Um, but like like we touched on when we were going through the the, the how you how your sixteen weeks have gone, it's a big effort. You're not just it's running, good. you're not just training. You've got no. all that mental. Uh, am um, I raising enough? Have I doing everything I that can? That being said, if I did get a place, I would say I'm going to set up a page in case anyone wants to and they ask. Uh, it's there. 
um, but it won't be the pressure. So no, look, uh, I'm jealous. I'd love to do the Edinburgh one. Um, I just want to go to Scotland in general. So, you know, <laughs> just just been told it's a really nice place. There's some really nice parts. Um, I'd love to to go there. Maybe as my daughter gets a bit older. Um, yeah, yeah. Jump. I mean, we fly to Scotland, Glasgow, and Edinburgh from my airport. I mean, it's not it's not it's not cheap, but um, from from city, but it it's it's an it's an option. Well, that's it. And Edinburgh is it's 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 a great marathon. I love. I did love it. It's a love hate, but. To go there, like you say, just fly in and it has lots for kids and families to do and it being the historical centre of, of Scotland as well. Can't can't speak about Edinburgh highly enough. Uh, but on that topic of Edinburgh, I, I do want to do one more shout out. And I know it's we're being we're a little bit here and there with this episode. Um, fingers crossed we won't be in the next one. I'll actually share my uh, my script with uh, with Steve. But I do want to give an appreciation shout out to uh, to Lee that I just mentioned there. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know his handle, it's at control underscore alt underscore Dilly. Uh, a bit of a nerd is Lee. Um, and that's really goes to hand in hand with what I've just said about the charity that I run for, Cajonas Scotland. Um, just Lee's just come back from holiday, but before he went away, and he won't mind me sharing this news, he had uh, a bit of a, a self-doubt moment. He had been regularly checking himself, as all men should, and um, found something that gave him a, a, a fair bit of concern. Uh, Lee, knowing my story and knowing what I went through, he he, he had no uh, no fear in sending me a message and just asking uh, and, and having a little bit of a chat to kind of ease, ease himself. And uh, thankfully, it was it was something and nothing for for on, on Lee's part. It was it was a, a bit of assist and and guys out there, it's common for especially in runners. So if you ever find something, don't don't delay, go get it checked. But more than not, more often than not, for runners, it's assist, um, and they 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 will pass in time. But he did put out a lovely post, uh, and as I say, my week my week uh, past wasn't wasn't fantastic. And but he put out this appreciation post. Um, and was was really really nice to to read. Um, such a lovely such a lovely post. Uh, kind of, if if I wasn't uh, so in my own head, I, I think I would have uh, inflated my ego so much. But um, no, it was so nice. And Lee is a phenomenally uh, friendly guy. He's he's someone that I've met through uh, the the community. Actually, I met him. I, I met him through Cajona Scotland. In, in a roundabout way because I met someone else because of Cajona Scotland, Muriel Dempsey, who then I got connected with Lee. And it's, it's, it shows, just shows that the community, you you meet people and yeah, they're phenomenal. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be anywhere without them now, but uh, yeah, I'm yeah. rambling now. But uh, as you can no, tell, it look, kind of hit me quite hard, that one. So it's, it's like, it's like you said that I've, I've had an issue before where I've had to go I would, you know, to doctors and tell them, listen, I'm not too sure. You know, it weren't, it weren't the feeling that you say if you got a, you know, lump or whatever. It was more of a, more of a, the dull, the dull ache. Yeah, a feeling in your lines. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so I just went to doctor. He said, okay, what we'll do is we'll, we'll book you a, a hospital appointment. Go there now, and they'll do an ultrasound, basically. Yeah. And for me, <clears throat> it was very awkward because. It's very awkward that I know it's because I've had it too. <laughs> very awkward. And what does Steve do when he gets awkward? He makes awkward jokes. 
so I'm in there. Um, my my partner says, "Do you want me to come in with you?" I went, "Absolutely not! Are you crazy?" <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough that I've got to be in there. All right. Anyway, this chap doesn't make much conversation. He's just doing a job, and I'm next, and I'm out. Whatever. He done it. He goes, "Yeah, you're done." And me being me, I said, "I, I said you're not going to click. We're not even going to clean me up." Oh. Right, and he he just looked at me. I went, "I'm really sorry, but I'm, this is so awkward. Oh. This is so awkward. I can't." And it just came out. And as he was leaving, he, he sort of wry smile. And as I opened the door and I left, I looked back, and he, he looked at me. I went, "I said, I'll call you later." Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put humour in it because I was so awkward. I'm like. I'm in a hospital when a man's ultrasound in my cojones. <laughs> but that's that's what we need to do. It's 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 something oh. again. Same with with what we said. We've got, got so many guests lined up, and Cojones Scotland are one of them. They've already agreed that they're going to come on, and they're doing fantastic things in Scotland. They're they're associated with a lot of the big Premiership teams up here now, um, and they're they're spreading the 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 good word on self check. And it's not just a topic for men; it's a topic for women as well. Women, you need to know about. Um, if you if you're that way inclined um, to help your your partner or help your boyfriend or help your husband, make sure he is checking himself. Um, but it's it's <laughs> ultrasounds are are one thing getting <laughs> ultrasound on on any part of your body, but when you're yeah. getting it down down there, it's especially uh, odd. I don't, very I don't weird. Think, I don't think he appreciated the fact that he went through medical school for. Some <laughs> cockney lads to make some sort of taboo joke about the fact of what he's doing. Uh, oh. You know, I don't know what I'm going to say when I get to forty, and I've got to have the digit up there. I, mean, I don't know what's going to happen. He does operate. He, he, he is also working in a in a little a little um, darkened Cubby room. Hole. Uh, yeah, exactly. It doesn't really just make next. The only thing he needs elsewise is uh, a red light. <laughs> Right, I, I felt like I was in like Harry Potter's cupboard under the stairs. Oh my my! But, so yeah, this is very important stuff. Yeah. We laugh and joke about it, make awkward jokes about it. But if That's there's something, do as well. don't yeah. don't let it be too late. No, exactly, and not to try and finish on an on an odd awkward subject or anything. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's it's just it was just the appreciation post and and the 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 um the context of it but you know Lee he's he's a great guy he's uh, he's phenomenal and yeah uh, uh, it's he makes the community all all the all the better for for being in it so I'm glad that he's he's all good uh, and yeah if anyone has any doubts about their 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 physical health in that respect um I'm my my DMs are always open. Um, I will try and respond as much as possible. If I'm not feeling great, then I'll tell you. If I don't want to discuss it, I'll point you in the right direction. Uh, and as uh, the same for Kona Scotland, you don't have to be Scottish to message them. They are just so good at furthering the importance of men's health checks. But to try and not finish on a, on a downer, um, let's try and cheer Balls things up. That. Balls to that, yes. Balls to that. <laughs> um. We, we will hopefully have guests or a guest for our next episode as we uh, get a little bit closer uh, for or at least get this this episode out. We will confirm who that or who they might be. We have a few people in mind. Uh, so hopefully, fingers crossed, we will have a guest for the next one to keep us on the straight and narrow 
um, and less tangential. Um, but yeah, hopefully you have a phenomenal, phenomenal run on Sunday, Steve. Yeah, and you know what? I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I have been the conversations that I have been having as are. I think I've got more in me than a sub three thirty, but um, as take, Craig take it as it comes, though, mate, take as, it as it comes. As, as Craig the runner put into context, and I, I believe that only an experienced runner and someone who's not in the same Maranoia window as you um, can make sense is you're going to feel, and this might be good advice for everyone else here. You're you may feel stronger than your goal pace and I do I find my goal pace of around 755 8 minutes a mile I find that very very comfortable um it's within my aerobic That's little bit of pace at the moment yeah yeah um but that is designed that's come about because of the way the sessions have been designed so you felt strong. I felt strong ending 20 mile runs at seven minutes, 20 for the last four, because you know, that's coming to the end of your run. So you've sort of got to extend that, that goal pace a little bit longer. And if you get to sort of 20, 21, 22, and you're feeling good, then, then you can slightly be sneaky and start creeping up on the time. Yeah. But, the main thing is, and the one main thing that I will be doing is I will not be sabotaging my A A plan, my plan A of sub 330. If I get sub 330, I'll be elated. Any finish time is a good finish time. Um, we're all on different roads. It's running the same course, we're on a different road. Um, but I will not let the thoughts of I'm quicker than that ruin the plan. Does it make no, sense? No, that's it. Keep, keep, to, keep, to your, keep to the plan. If you feel in the last few miles that you can push it even further, push it for that last few. Because what's that's two miles? That. You're gonna, that's you're gonna hit the cross. You're gonna cross that finishing line. You're gonna get a massive PB. Just, just watch your watch that last few. And if you've got it in your tank, um, you smash it. Mate. To be fair, I'm not even gonna pay attention to the watch. I'm just gonna be with a pacer. I'll trust their job. Um, you don't I've be cutting the... them off and putting them in a pothole now, will you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you know what? And another another sound bit of advice actually from Craig was um, coast in to the water stations. Make sure you get a clean entry and a clean exit for the water stations because yeah. they can be chaos. So if if you're comfortable to run with a little bottle in your hand, hold it for a few miles, and when you get to like I don't know the next two down the road, take a fresh one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, don't be the one of those people that stops. Don't, don't, don't cool yourself down. Don't stop your momentum, and don't get in the way. Mm-hmm. Just grab your bottle and run. No, I've already, I've already, I've already told me dad and me aunt. Listen, I'll see you. I'll wave to you, but I'm not stopping because <laughs> I need. I, when, I, when I'm in the zone, when I'm in the groove, I'm stick. I'm staying within it. I'm not going anywhere outside of it. Oh no! Hopefully, you have a phenomenal time, mate. And hopefully, you, the mate. weather is good, but not too good hopefully it's the perfect storm for you to absolutely blow your your pb out of the water um but fingers crossed for you toes crossed good, for you it's gonna be a good time and if you do see me on course if you see me in a starting pen anywhere at all or my re my my second visit to get my, my vest done because it was too busy like feel free just say hello like, honestly i'm not gonna be like sorry who are you i will 
happily chat to absolutely anyone. So if you see me, stop me. Spot on. Simple as. Spot on. Simple as. And that goes yeah. for for everyone though. Hopefully everybody who's run in London has a phenomenal a phenomenal race and any other races going on. We didn't we didn't hear. We did put a shout out asking what other races are going on, but nobody came to us. So uh whatever you're running, yeah. we hope you have a phenomenal time. Um but yeah, we'll if you stay stay in touch with the socials, uh we'll we'll keep you informed on how Steve gets on over the coming weeks before we head back up with episode eight. And we'll also announce who our guests are going to be. But I think that's that's us for the day. It's 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 been quite a long one again, Steve. It it has. Good luck editing. Um uh, I will love I will love every second. <laughs> um no, but honestly, it's 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 great. Uh, talk you talking paranoia out with someone don't let it fester on yourself um trust your trust the plan trust your training trust what you've done just go out and have a good time hannah has shown you that if you just go out and have a good time like amazing things can happen so take the pressure off yourself the main thing is soak it all up that's it just soak yeah. it up you know you get through canary wolf it start the buzz starts coming out and i think the the biggest part of it is you go through as you come to embankment you go under an underpass a little tunnel and it's all dark and then you, you literally emerge into the light and you're on the final the final part of that marathon where you get to where all the charities are down embankment and all amazing sites so it's 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 amazing enjoy it um, and you're going to be hooked. You're not going to say never again because you will do another marathon. Yeah, exactly. There's no one and done. No one and done. Have fun. But yeah, I think we'll just do a subdued goodbye today, though. Um, yeah. Just reiterate: anyone running, have a great time. And yeah, Steve, smash it out. You'll do it. You'll do amazingly, lad. Uh, but until episode eight. We hope that everyone stays positive, stays motivated, and hits our DMs if they want yeah. any chat. Give me a little track. Can you want to track me? 37572. It's on my Instagram as well, mate. You know, have a little look, see how we're going. Um, Spot on. It, uh, and then see, you can't see me go amazingly well. Or, no, I'm not. I'm going to go amazingly well. It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. Hopefully, by the end of it, I'll go see, I'll see Manchester United beat Brighton. In the FA Cup, that would be a beautiful day. Last time I saw a cross finish line and Man City were beating United 4 0. And I was like, oh, can we carry on running? <laughs> <laughs> right, there we go. We're going to get good news from Steve and we're going to get good news for his team. Right, Whoop. that's it. That's us done. That's us out. Bye. Bye bye. 